Hello, my name is Nicholas, and your resident lorekeeper, and welcome to Comics, Fantasy, and Things, where we will, or rather I, will be discussing subjects within all three and in between that can vary in between these sort of genres and storytelling. But with that, let's begin with this first episode, The Divinity Treatment, Gods Among Men, the definition, and ultimately, their purpose. Now, divinity. Everyone in some facet is familiar with the concept of God and or gods. In here, of the real world, we are unfamiliar with the higher powers and only have faith to guide and reassure us of their presence. But in the realms of comics and fantasy and everything in between, they can either be very real or very absent. With divinity in these kinds of genres and stories, they can all vary. However, they all have this one central thing to them, and that central thing is that they are a higher power that is either above the level of the natural order or they at least are on the level of such but no matter what they have this sort of authority on the universe itself on the realm itself that allows it to bend to their will i suppose their will in reason and with that can come with a purpose sometimes they can be makers sometimes they can be destroyers Sometimes they can be archons, which are keepers of knowledge, and there's everything in between. It, it all varies, of course. I mean, everything about it varies if you think about it in life, but that's besides the point. What happens if they're among us? What happens then? That's a really, that's really a question here. And when gods walk among men, I think the best example of this could come from... Uh, Marvel Comics lore, God of Thunder, Avenger, Wielder of Mjolnir, everyone gets a picture. I'm sure everyone's heard of them before, at least in these days, thanks to the MCU. But anyway, Thor makes a great example of what happens when gods walk among men because, well, that because will come later. I should probably give some context first. Um... For this per for the purposes of this, we'll go over one of Thor's most popular iterations in terms of comics, and that would be Jason Aaron's run of Thor. And within this run, it covers Thor's purpose as a god and reevaluates re ultimately his purpose in the universe. Uh, during this run, Jason Aaron makes Thor encounter Gore the God Butcher, who despises divinity. He wants to destroy them all, make them suffer and for all the torment and suffering that he endured in his life while his gods on his world were silent to his prayers. This is for added context, and don't worry, this will all make sense very soon. So, Gore dreamed of a godless age, and Thor stood in the way of that, and Thor won the battle and defeated Gore, yet his legacy remained, Gore's legacy. His philosophy shook Thor to the core, because despite knowing his purpose, despite his godhood, despite knowing 
who he was, it allowed something to creep into Thor that has never nearly happened before, at least in the comics. You probably saw a bit of it in MCU, especially with Endgame, but for the first time in probably most of Thor's life, doubt had crept into his mind. Yes, for a god, doubt can be crippling. Questions like, what if Gore is right? What if the gods aren't needed anymore? What if they are useless? It just fed on faith of mortals and that they are responsible for more bad than good. If the gods vanished, then the mortals wouldn't change. So what does that make for a god? This, this is an interesting factor in the divinity treatment within genres like this because if gods walk among men they're supposed to be examples they're supposed to be paragons they're supposed to be these things that have the ultimate example and truth and light and whatever force they represent and when this happened to Thor what does that make him he began to doubt himself he began wondering if he was unworthy if he was obsolete and Thor, this actually shattered him for a time. As a god, this kind of broke him because during this run as well, he did see various other gods of other kinds on other worlds, and some of them were good, some of them were bad, some of them just did nothing. And because of that, what, what comes next for him? Is he better than them? Is he not? what what happens so it it shattered not only his confidence it also made him believe he wasn't worthy and he wasn't able to lift Mjolnir for a time so that that actually happened a while in the comics it lasted for a very long time and thankfully he regained his confidence he regained his self-esteem but eventually it still begs the question of this so if a god begins to doubt within these genres, does that really make them a god? Does this humanize something not meant to be human? Or does this make us understand a side of divinity we never even thought of to consider before? And yes, there are many stories even out there in real myths that have talked about gods and heroes and sometimes villains that have fought against the supernatural, the mythical, and everything in between, and maybe God-slaying, maybe triumphing, maybe fighting gods and losing. It all depends. But, again, this isn't about the mortals here. This is about the God. Because if their definition, by default, is that they are a higher power, then what, what just happens if they believe they aren't that higher power anymore? That's the ultimate question here. But another example that could help along with this would be Kratos, a.k.a. the Ghost of Sparta from the video game franchise God of War. And <clears throat> in the beginning, he was a Spartan. He did worship the Greek gods, the Olympians, and then he was betrayed by them. To give a little short story and background here and there, but I think what also happened with him is that he eventually attained divinity himself. He eventually became a god himself, but he was so angry at the Olympian gods that he just destroyed nearly all of them and 
left Greece at that time in just desolate ruin. And that was terrible. That was horrible. And Kratos eventually in the latest God of War, which has been popularly said among the masses as God of War 4, but officially just called God of War, which takes place in like the Nordic lands, shows that their gods can walk among men, but it also shows Kratos, how he is as a god walking among the mortal plane and such. He is rather distant. He knew originally he thought his purpose was to kill the gods and when he did that what else could he do but just live he's immortal maybe he might be getting old i'm not gonna say that much of spoilers or at least try not to with that game it's really good but the point here is that what else could he do and yes in that game he has a son and yes he later on eventually learned that he has to teach his son to be better than the gods that came before him and him himself. But again, this kind of humanizes something that's not meant to be human. So, in this context, what does happen if a god just doesn't consider themselves as a god? I think Kratos fits that category very well. He knows he's one, but... He often would alienate himself from them, and yes, he uses the powers and the abilities and the weapons that he gains because of divinity for that said purpose, and yet there is something creeping underneath that just tells him or makes him doubt or just says it's a deep part of himself that is like, you're not meant to be this. Why are you pretending? And he does embrace it sometimes. He does embrace that he is a god. But he also knows that his purpose has either just not been there anymore or it has changed. We, I'm trying to remember the quote he said to his son Atreus. But it was something along the lines of we have to be better than those who came before us or something like that and maybe he was right what if what if gods that are meant to be these pillars of a singular thing and unmoving are meant to compromise are meant to change what happens then are they still a god because they have the power to make them as such or did they become something more did they become something less or did they learn themselves who knows I certainly don't. Um, but, yeah. It's very weird when it comes to divinity and stories and genre like this. They always vary and it's it can be frustrating for sure. And let me tell you something. Uh, as a dungeon master for Dun Dungeons & Dragons, when I would try to involve divinity in any kind of campaign, it can be difficult because... You'd have to you have to think on a higher level than what humans are used to thinking, and with gods, they always think on a higher level. They always have to think above everything else, and then that comes to the question of what is this one's definition? What is their purpose? Are they capable of this compromise? Are they capable of this change? Can can this be done? for a being like them 
is that possible? And honestly, who knows? We know that their definition in general is that they're a higher power. We know that their purpose can vary, or rather an overall purpose for them is that they're meant to be the pillars of something greater. And then we know when they walk among men, they have to be this. They can do this. And it happens. But what what does happen if they just change? Can they change? Is Or is that just an entirely human concept? What does happen if God's or a God is just changes out of nowhere? Thor, again, great example of this. Once he was confident, he had pride, he knew his place, and then he eventually learned humility. He learned that that not all gods are good as he once believed. And yes, the philosophy of Gore shook him, and it took so many terrible things for him to realize that. But it happened, and he became a better god and a better person because of this. And that often made others question... Is he really a god? Is can some can a higher power such as this really think on a level as us for it enough for them to change along the higher levels of power? Is that possible? And maybe Kratos in this case is a great example too when it comes to gods walking among men. But he again he never really thought himself as a higher power. He was he really just focused more on when he used to be immortal he again he knew he what he was but he rarely considered it and yes his past haunted him because of it but it's just how it is we i guess we ultimately don't know it's probably just up for interpretation and i know this is more questions than answers but i guess that's what happens when we're dealing with the realm of divinity and gods am i right even in genres like this, it's probably all up for interpretation. So, with that, thank you so much for listening to this wonderful podcast of my ramblings. I have no idea if anyone has enjoyed it or not, but I hope you did. And, yeah, I hope to see you all the next time around, if anything. See you.